Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network, talking AT&T. We've all got a lucky friend, the one who wants a big new TV and boom, suddenly that TV's on sale. Some people always seem to get the best opportunities or the best deals. Well, now some people are all people at AT&T because AT&T is giving all of their customers, both new and existing, the same great deals. That's right, everybody can get in on great AT&T deals all the time. Visit att.com slash best deals to learn more. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Yeah, man. Boy, God has been good to me. Man, I can't really count it all. You can't either. You know, it's all in perspective. You really can't count all that God has done for you. If you look at every little thing, it's unbelievable the things he's done for us. How many times, you know, we, we got through something without even talking to him about it. He just, he just blessed us with it. How many? You know, it's just, it's, it's so much that the fact that you wake up in the morning, 
the fact that you still have a place to stay, the fact that you may be struggling out here, but guess what? You you still going to work. You you know you living check to check, but but you're making it all. You got all the plates spinning. You know it's hard. You got a lot of plates spinning, but you keep them up there somehow. Every now and then one break, but he put two more back up there that look a little bit better. And you got to get to spinning them, so it all works. Um, and then you got a lot of people who uh, just can't seem to mentally put it together as to uh, you know why their life isn't in the position that they want it to be. We talk about this oftentimes, but I want to try another angle with you today. You know, maybe it's you. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe it's you. Maybe it's no external force that's at fault like you keep making the excuse to be. You know, so many people I hear, well, if this hadn't have done this, if he hadn't have done that, if she hadn't have done that, I would have been further along. I wasted all my time, my years with this man, and he did this, and I could have been here, and I could have been there. And this woman, she did this to me, and if she hadn't have done that, I could have been here and I could have been there. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's not really that external force that you keep making it out to be. See, I've done this to myself before. Once again, I'm talking to you about something I know about. I've done this to myself before. I've had the reason I wasn't where I wanted to be. I had it figured out as some external force. I had worked it out in my mind. Clearly, it wasn't me. Because if so-and-so, or if this hadn't happened, and if they hadn't have done this, I would have been further along up the road. That's what I was saying. But hold on, hold on, man. Boy, I learned a valuable lesson, man. See, if you don't ever let it go, it's going to be hard for you to go. If you don't ever let it go, it's going to be hard for you to go. I was listening to Bishop T.D. Jakes one day, and I heard him say, you can't drive your car if you're going to keep looking in the rearview mirror. You go outside and try that. Try to drive your car, but keep your eye in the rearview mirror. All you're looking at is where you've been. All you looking at in that rearview mirror is where you passed or should have passed, something you should have moved on from. All you're doing is looking in that rearview mirror at what happened back there. If you don't stop looking in the rearview mirror, you're going to crash your car over and over and over again. Or you got to slow it down so bad in order for you to keep looking in that rearview mirror. If you don't learn to let it go, it's going to be hard for you to go forward because you keep reviewing the past. The past is the past. And I know it's hard. Man, I watched a show and this lady said, well, I just can't ever forgive them for that. Well, guess what? Guess what? God may have already forgiven that person. That person may be extremely remorseful could have gone to God and gotten forgiveness for it years ago. But you, you sit here and you keep hanging on to the back. I can't ever forgive that. Mm-mm. Then I heard Bishop Jakes come on the show one time and say something that really, really struck home. 
You keep drinking the poison, waiting on your enemy to die. <laughs> he said that, I just shook my head and went, wow. You drinking the poison, waiting on your enemy to die. Revenge is poison to you. You know, if, if, if hatred is poison to you, unforgivingness, when you won't forgive a person, that person could be going on with their life, made the right with God, don't know how you feeling, they skipping through life. Now, you make adjustments every time you see them, and it takes energy, man. It takes so much energy to hate. It takes so much energy not to forgive. To a, that ain't come in the room, you got to avoid them, stay over here. Um, oh, here they come now. You got to make a situation over here. They come into the house. It's family reunion. Uh-oh, here they come. Where they going to be in the basement? I'm going up here on the third floor. I want to go out here and get some barbecue. She out there at the barbecue stand. Oh, Lord, I don't want no barbecue. I just eat the taste salad. People, man, take themselves all out of position trying to make adjustments when if you, it would simplify your life if you would let just let it go. Maybe you ain't where you need to be because of them external forces altogether. Maybe you're not where you need to be because of you. Because you won't let it go. You won't move forward. Look at this, ladies. Let's say you've been in a situation with a man. For years, it didn't work out for whatever the reason. It just didn't work out. I got I got what you say he did. I got what he did. I got he, uh, I, all of that, yada, yada, yada. When you get through, did not God get you through it? Did not he allow you to survive it? I got you got some cuts on you. I got you been a little bit bruised. But did he not get you through it? So now that he's freed you from it. Now he done went on. He got a whole nother family over there somewhere. He, now now he's trying to make it right. Because maybe he learned the mistake he made. And now he's trying to be a better man. He's just trying to get it right now. But you sitting there holding on to it. You drinking the poison, waiting on your enemy to die. So now instead of you enjoying the blessing of finally being free from a situation that was not healthy for you, you create an even more unhealthy situation in your mind by hating, by having revengeful thoughts, by hoping he fall on his face. Maybe you even doing something to the other situation to make sure they struggle. Oh, man, you drinking the poison, waiting on your enemy to die. Maybe you ain't where you ought to be in life, not because of your external forces, but maybe it's you. If you don't let it go, it's going to be hard for you to go. You can't keep driving your car looking in the rearview mirror. Come on, man. Forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. Bishop Jake's got a book out, man, called Let It Go. I'm telling you, read this book. It'll help you. Say, it's not just for people who, who are angry. This is for people, man, who don't even know the little things you're holding on to. You don't even know. The name of the book is Let It Go. Man, I had to read it and go, wow, man. I had really had to check myself. All that I know about this thing called life and trying to succeed, I still need refresher courses and reminders every now and then. Maybe, hold on, man. Maybe you've been, sometimes, man, it's just you holding on to a business practice too long. You know, I had to catch myself. 
you know, I've said a thousand times, if you keep doing what you've been doing, you're going to keep getting what you've been getting. Maybe you need to change a business practice. Maybe it's the way you've been doing a certain thing. You just got to let that go. Because if you let it go, it frees you up to go. It's hard to get to the next level with all that baggage. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yep. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your undivided attention, please? This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What? This is... I got breakfast in front of me Mm -hmm. that ain't really breakfast. Mm. I'm having a Diet Coke for breakfast. (laughs) I have not had a soda in four years. I stopped drinking sodas four years ago. This is my first soda I've had in four years. What brought you back? I ain't back. I just wanted it. (laughs) You know, it was either that or some juice. But if I drank orange juice, it put me right back to sleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jay, you a diabetic. When you drink orange juice, what do it do? Because it put me to sleep. What do it do for you? It's supposed it's supposed to take it when your sugar is low. So what does it do? It elevates your sugar. Cause it I mean, does it make you excited, more lively? No, no, no. no. <laughs> wow. You had to ask, didn't you? It's legal here. It's legal here. Uh-huh. And them little gummy bears, ooh, you can't stop. <laughs> You had to ask. Figure out what's wrong with my writing button. Hey, good morning, Steve. I just good morning, Steve Harvey. Yeah, I just had to tell you though, you look great on Ellen yesterday. Did a great job. Yeah, you really were funny yesterday, and you looked good. You really did. What what I have on? You had an all black. You had on a black uh, suit, pinstripe suit. No, just just okay with a black shirt, all black. Yeah, no socks. That's my new. That's my new sex. That's the new look. Man, that's so cool. I wish I could do that, but when I don't wear socks, it looks like I have socks. (laughs) Look look like like, you got on alligator boots. (laughs) I've seen your damn ankles before. Unbelievable, man! It is. Now, now, is that a is that a side effect of of the no, that's diabetes? Just lazy. That's oh, yeah, okay. diabetes. So but, but you know, they say some diabetes do diabetics do get dry skin. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yours Bad is past dry. Yours is scaly. <laughs> they, they look like dehydrated. <laughs> yeah, you actually look like what? Reptile. Like chalk. <laughs> no. Can you feel the love in yeah. the room? Oh, Jay boy. and a Komodo dragon got the same knuckles. They love me. Jay's, love me. Jay's ankle look like python boots. It <laughs> <laughs> like, like just needs some Vaseline for shining. But in Jay's defense, he carries around a tube of lotion with him. I know it, it don't work. That's not for that. Tell you what, You're stupid. That's not for that. That's not for that. But then don't say what it's for. Right, right. That's an open ended nasty joke. But ain't nobody touching it. That ain't what that's for. Uh, and don't worry about it. <laughs> Back to you and how good you looked on Ellen yesterday, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> See, I always my ankles. Uh, yeah, because you didn't have any socks on. <laughs> yeah, I, I just say I don't like that trifling look. All right, look, we got to go. Um, 
32 minutes after the hour, we have a big announcement uh, when we come back. I'll give you a hint. It's about warm weather, the beach, and it is full of soul. We'll talk about it when we come back at 32 after the hour. All right? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. uh, The crew's all here with the exception of Carla. Carla's off today. And, uh, Steve, we teased a big announcement before we went to break, so we need a drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. (laughs) Yes. Listen up, everybody. We are giving you the chance to win a trip for two to my Sand and Soul Festival next October 10th through the 14th. That includes, listen to me, y'all, four nights in a junior suite at the all-inclusive Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Round Trip Coach Airfare. Two tickets to all 17 events, man. Airport transfers to enter and to get rules. All you got to do is go to steveharveyfm.com. Get your passports updated because you could win a trip to Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic. Yes. Again, the trip includes round trip coach air for you and one guest, four nights accommodations in the junior suite at the all-inclusive Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, all-inclusive food, alcoholic (laughs) beverage, non-alcoholic beverages, included while on the Hard Rock and Casino property. (laughs) Two tickets. (laughs) (laughs) To all 17 events. Who the hell have 17 events? I don't know. Saying it so? Nobody but us. (laughs) A limitless resort credit. Did you hear me? Heard you. A limitless resort credit that you can use at the spa, at the gift shop, or the play golf. Mm. All my credits is going towards golf. I just want golf in that casino. If I can hit that jackpot like I did last time, I asked a dude at the casino. Uh, he from the States. He run the casino. Mm-hmm. I said, man, how y'all doing? We doing good. You came in here. <laughs> <laughs> what that mean? Oh, I hit him over the head, man. I hit him for a big jackpot. <laughs> you know. Wow. Make sure that your passport is current and enter at steveharveyfm.com. Enter at steveharveyfm.com for your chance to win this amazing trip to Punta Cana, San and Soul is back at it, y'all. Woo! Hey. All right. So much fun San this soul. year. Don't yeah. Do San without the soul, baby. That's yeah, it was fun. Everybody will be there except Tommy and Jay. Put some soul on it. Yeah, everybody will be there with them. Tommy's coming. No, he ain't. I didn't tell you that. Tommy ain't coming. Not after Shirley. this show he got. Hell no. You, you think Tommy going to come to San the Soul now? He got a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you he's too famous. Got, girl, <laughs> so he been waiting on this. <laughs> but Steve, some He of- finna show his natural ass. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't ever seen Tommy uh-huh. <laughs> act a damn fool, prepare no. yourself. I'm humble about it. Let him get picked up for season two. Y'all finna see something. He ain't gonna act right. He ain't acting right now. Yeah, he ain't tasted it to two weeks. No, he took time. the show ad and he took off. Well, I said, Tommy, what happened to you? The show came on last night. I can't, I can't watch the opening night and be here too. Hey, you know my big day tomorrow. What big day is that? Twelve noon. Oh, nice. 
That's why you like that. That's why you sound like that. I'm, I'm, oh. I'm sipping on this stuff, man. Twelve noon, Tommy. Yeah, well, I fixed so I could come to work. You know. Dog, huh, you uh, can't drink that stuff and come to work. I, I can handle. You can handle what? He's never even done it before. How hold do you up, know you can Tommy, handle hold it? up, hold up, hold up. Have you started drinking the stuff yet? No, I'm going to start like around noon today. Noon Listen morning. to me. <laughs> By six this evening? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be, be at your house sitting on a beach, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking of saying it's you be, you be better off rolling the TV out and sit in your swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> better yet, ah. your son. Ah. Oh, you God. got to be kidding. You think you're going to come work tomorrow morning? I'm coming. Mm-hmm. I like me. to see that. Hey, dog, I, listen to me. I promise you, mm. you ain't going to be able to sit in here and work tomorrow. I'm going to be on my Man, please come on. I'm going to run in and out of here, but I'm going to be here. Now. Please come on. You're going to go. We ain't got but one bathroom on this floor. Go down there in that damn door lock. <laughs> it's and, another and, problem. Yeah, and that ain't the stuff you can lock up and hold. But he's sipping on it like it's a cocktail or something. <laughs> Shirley. Huh? Cocktail is exactly the term. <laughs> It applies directly to what's finna happen. Nailed it. You finna get your tail cocked. You, it's gonna, somebody gonna pull the trigger. Oh, I'm be here tomorrow. Watch me. I'm telling you. I'm going down the hall every time I gotta go. I'm finna ride it out. Tommy, mm-hmm. you can't come here no. and have a colonoscopy. I'm, I'm gonna do it. No, yo, you're going to do it, all right? <laughs> you're going to do it way more than you think you're going to do. You're sipping on this little drink right here. You don't know what that is. You don't even know what's in there. Is that that white or you got the cherry flavor? Cause I got, got this it. cherry flavor. I ain't oh, started yeah. yet. I haven't started yet, but this is the cherry flavor. This is okay, it. Well, go ahead. I'm going to wait till we get off. Be Earth our guest. This. Boy, listen to me. Listen to me. You're not going to believe this. All right. Can we? Can it's we? alarming. <laughs> It's going to be surprising to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's like, get, hey, huh? hold on. Let me tell you how it goes. Tommy, mm-hmm. go in there and cut your kitchen sink on. Mm-hmm. High power, all the way. Cut it all the way on. Okay. Yeah. That's how it's going to feel when you <laughs> when it first starts happening. <laughs> it's going to run out and, like that. Yeah. And make, sure the, and make sure it's hot. Make sure the hot water because that's what you yeah, like It's that. early, guys. It's early. It Keep might that be in too mind. early. Keep that in mind. No, please come to work tomorrow <laughs> with that stuff in your system. <laughs> and then get out there and that damn door ain't open. Man. One of them boys down the hallway. You know, we got them big boys work on that sports yeah, show. Yeah, sports show. They in there. <laughs> they be in there for a while and when they leave boy whoo lord right. Ryan and all we'll talk about sand and soda a little later this morning but coming up next it is the nephew while we have him and he's gonna while run that prank back we have right after this you're listening to the steve harvey morning show coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news beyonce's got a big payday from a billionaire and the new Heisman Trophy winner is already in trouble. Uh, but right now, it's what? time to run that prank back with that the nephew. Dude, yeah, Colin yeah. We'll, Mary? we'll talk about it. What you got, Neff? Shoplift. Oh. Mm-hmm. Shoplifter. Shop. Mm-hmm. Shoplifter. Run it. Hello. Uh, yes, I'm trying to reach a Tanya. 
please? Uh, hi, Tanya. Uh, my name is Daniel I'm the head of store security here at your job. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm trying to see... Um, I'm going to have to... I know today's your day off. I'm looking at the schedule here. It seems that you don't come back in until Saturday. Um, I'm trying to see if it's possible I can get you to come to the store. There's a bit of a situation I want to discuss with you. There's about $1,800 worth of merchandise missing from the store. What? And, yeah, there's about $1,800 worth of merchandise, and we definitely know that this is a in-house situation. This is not someone walking in shoplifting. This is definitely a, um, a in-house situation uh, with employees who have evidently been shoplifting from the store, taking things, and we want to get down to the uh, to the roots of the problem. Okay, uh, so what you calling me for? Well, ma'am, it's uh, it's been brought to my attention that there's a possibility that you may be uh, uh, part of this situation. And part of the situation? I ain't no thief. I don't steal. You don't call my house accusing me of stealing. I ain't stole nothing from no Okay, well, hang on, ma'am. What I'm trying to do is just trying to... to... Hang on, my... You trying to say I done stole something, and I ain't stole the... thing. Okay, wait just a second. Now, do you have a sister named Cynthia? Yeah, what about her? Well, now, it seems that here on some of the footage that we have on camera, that uh, it's a possibility that it seems like your sister's actually wearing some of the merchandise that we sell here in the store. And okay, just because she wears something that we sell in the store don't mean that I stole it. Well, we don't see where she's at. I, I, I backed the footage up as far as I could. I don't see any footage of where she purchased this particular merchandise. And my assumption is maybe you gave it to her. I ain't gave her sh And just because you don't see where somebody purchased it don't mean that it's been stolen. Okay. Here's what I'm going to I'm going to just get to the chase of this, Tanya. What I'm going to have to do is this. If I can't get you to come to the store, ma'am, and matter of fact, here's another question for you before I go any further. You have children at all, Tanya? Yeah, I got children. Why? Because uh, I'm missing a lot of baby merchandise as well. And You know what? You know what? You really cruising for an this morning, okay? Because well, you don't call somebody on their off day accusing them of stealing. Okay, here's what I got to do. Uh, uh, are you coming into the office so I can talk with you? coming no where on my off day well then what's gonna happen miss tanya is i'm gonna have to actually come to your home check your closet i'm gonna have to check your kids and see you if they're do what? check and see if they're wearing merchandise that you that comes from this come to my house if you want to and they're gonna take your ass up out of here in the body bag you excuse me? me you heard what i said you heard what i said you don't call nobody i bust my ass at that store i bust my ass at that store you understand me I work hard for y'all, okay? You've you been busting, you've been busting. You call here accusing me of stealing. I ain't stole from nobody. You, I don't have to steal. That's why I work all day. You understand me? I think you've been busting your butt, taking day. stuff is what you've been doing. You've I been ain't from nobody. You understand me? I do not steal. I'm going to come over there, I'm checking your closets, and I'm checking your babies as well, and I'm making... You check my babies and see what happens. You put your hands on any damn thing in here and see what happens, okay? I don't want to have to drag your butt. Oh, you're going to drag somebody? Oh, now you threatening me? I don't want to drag you out of your house. Security guard, you're a tough security guard. You like your job that much? You willing to die for that? Huh?
Who said anything about me dying? I did. Come over here, and that's what's going to happen. That's what happens. When you f*** with people on their off day, you get hurt, okay? I get a couple of damn days off, and y'all going to call me with this b****. So are you threatening me now? I'm threatening you. Didn't you just call and say you was coming over here? Yes, Bring I did. Bring your over here. Bring your I, I'm, don't. Bring your security guard. I'm Bring on my Don't look. Let Bring me tell you something. Okay? I can you. I can have you brought up on charges. You know that? Bring me up on charges and see what happens. That's Bring it. Bring me up on charges. See if you get that far. I'm on my way over there now to check you and your kids. You understand me? Come over here to check me and my kids and see how they check your up out of here. Let me tell you something. I, you I, ain't got to tell me. You ain't got nothing to tell me. You ain't look, got look, nothing look, look. Why else you, to tell why, me, okay? Why don't, you, why don't you go ahead and tell me what you took? Maybe I'll go light on you. I'll go light you on you. You think I'm stupid or something? You sound like a damn fool. Why don't you tell me what you took? I ain't took I bet you're teaching your little kids over there how to steal, too, aren't you? What? What you teach your little ugly kids? Hey, 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 hey. Now, you will hey, not. Hey, 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 my Hey, don't call me with this bull on my off day. Let me tell you one more th Are you listening to me? I got one more oh, thing to say to you. You ain't got nothing else to say to me. Are you listening? What? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked from oh. your sister Cynthia. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So you and that broad want to play games, okay? Y'all want to play, right? Y'all got jokes. Y'all got jokes. I got a joke for both of y'all, okay? I'm around here taking care of her and all her little ugly <laughs> kids, and she going to play with me and my off day. Hey, All right. Tony, she All told right. me. She told me. She said, uh, "That Tommy be be pranking people. You can't nobody get me with that old crazy stuff. How come them people don't know somebody calling and tripping with them?" She told me you couldn't. You thought you couldn't be God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's all right. Y'all got me. Y'all got me. <laughs> it's all good. Honey, you it's be all good. Well, I love you. Be I not... love you, nephew Tommy. <laughs> I got something bug like. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me ask you one more thing. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I hate this show. Uh, Ooh, Tommy. Hey, man. Uh, Tommy. You got to go there. You got to go there. <laughs> all right. Don't be scared to go sometime. Couple more oh, weeks in be this going, year. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going. <laughs> and going and going. See, when and you going. first drank it, it don't hit you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, boy, let me tell you something. How long? Okay, what? give me this. Like, when you first start, how many hours after that? If what? you start taking it about 12 noon, yeah, well, no. what time are you supposed to start taking it? Noon. Tommy, yeah. what are you talking about? About 8 that evening. I'm getting my colonoscopy tomorrow, mm -hmm. but today I'm supposed to start drinking this stuff. What you drink it? this liquid. Mm-hmm. And it, it cleans out every inch of your colon. Yeah. That won't be a speck of bowel movement okay, in you Steve. for 26 feet. <laughs> Boy. Coming up at the top of the Boy, hour. What is y'all getting all upset for? Because it's that's early. That's what it's for. People, well, that's what he's going to do, Shirley. People are eating breakfast. I don't give a damn what they doing. <laughs> Coming that's up at the top of the hour. When they get through eating breakfast, what you think they're going to have to do? <laughs> We're going to have entertainment news. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Beyonce padded her bank account this past Saturday. Woo! 
with a private performance at a pre-wedding bash for the daughter of the wealthiest man in India, Steve. The bride-to-be's father is worth $40 billion, that's billion with a B, and ranks on Forbes magazine's top 20 richest people on the planet. Top 20? Yeah, top 20. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. If I get $40 billion, uh-huh. I'm number one. <laughs> in your book. <laughs> At least y'all going to think I am. That's for damn shit. That's on the planet. Yeah, really. Uh, Beyonce posted a picture on Instagram of her exotic gown from the lavish party, and the caption read, in India and just attended a spectacular event. She, she didn't say where she was the star. <laughs> uh, the article also didn't add how much Beyonce was paid. I mean, people were talking she had to get at least $3 million, $5 million. I mean, it was going on and on. What do you guys think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah for, I went over, for whatever she got, I'd have went over there. <laughs> I'll yeah. take Beyonce check. I don't give yeah. a damn. Yeah. I, a sight unseen. Yeah. And try to give you the same dance performance. <laughs> yeah. No, give it to you. <laughs> Man. Boy. Shake everything I got. That was a drop Man, in the I'd, bucket for $40 million. I'd hand bone for half of that. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I do a ham bone in a spoon show with the spoons on your thighs and man for half of that money, boy. Be over there with a washboard. (laughs) Three million. I'm up in there hugged up with Jay Z. Put some confectionery sugar on my lips. They said from three to five, yeah. Powdered confectionery sugar. Yeah. So this is what I was talking about earlier, guys, with the Heisman Trophy winner Kyler Murray uh, Jr. Got to celebrate Saturday night after being named college football's best player. But by Sunday morning, the party was over. And he was suddenly apologizing for for some deleted homophobic tweets uh, he made when he was 15 years old. Early Sunday morning, Murray tweeted, I apologize for the tweets that have come to light tonight from when I was 14 and 15. I used a poor choice of words that doesn't reflect who I am or what I believe. I do not intend to single out any individual or group. I did not intend to do that. Uh, this is just another big reminder that when you put anything on social media, it sticks around forever, guys, even, even if you delete it. Wow. This happened when he was 14 or 15, I, way I back in think, the day. You know what? To get on this kid about something he did at 14 or 15 mm-hmm. is utterly ridiculous. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. Utterly ridiculous. The kid wins the Heisman and here they come when he made some homophobic remarks when he was 14. Are you kidding me, man? Everybody did something stupid when they Bruh, were that do age. do you know what we did Everybody. at 14, 15, 18, 20? Come on. 30? 25, no. 30. 50? Hey, hey, man, listen, man. Before this politically correct uh, yeah. thing started, you can't go back and get this stuff I did. Yeah. It's ridiculous, it man. You can't go back and keep beating somebody up. Now, he got to apologize for something he did when he was 14. He a damn minor. Can't you can't even lock him up for none of this. Yeah. Man, right. get out of here. We, we got to move on. Time for the headlines, Steve. Shelly, you don't move us long. Yeah, that's my job. That <laughs> move is, us long. Go on, boy. <laughs> that is my job, and it boy, has I been feel good right since there, day one. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. <laughs> you do move us long. I like yeah, that, that has been my job since day one, sir. Let's you go. Move us long. long. <laughs> well, miss <a> hand. <laughs> what was that? Miss a hand. <laughs>
move that snow along. And I'm going to tell you about that right now. This is Antrip with the news. Virginians and North Carolina Carolinians are trying to move the snow along. They're digging out from a massive snowstorm over the last two and a half days, which has left many parts, especially of the Tar Heel State, under mounds of snow, ice and slush. Thousands of people still out of power. The schools are closed. At least three storm-related deaths are reported. And North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper says things could get worse. With cold temperatures today and freezing nights ahead, the snow and ice and the danger may not go away as quickly as they came. The governor says some places got what would be a year's worth of the white stuff in a little more than a day. North Carolina is still under a state of emergency. President Trump is still looking for a new chief of staff now that Major John Kelly is leaving. Reports are that some rumored candidates don't seem to want the job. They keep taking their names out of contention like, oh, no, that's okay. A new chief of staff would be Trump's third chief of staff in less than two years. In Ohio, FBI agents say they've taken two people into custody near Cleveland in connection with two separate alleged terror plots. U.S. Attorney Justin Herdman says that one involves a man suspected of planning to shoot up two synagogues in the Toledo area. We do not have to and we will not wait for someone to shoot up innocent worshipers at a synagogue or to detonate a bomb. We will act to protect our nation. And Herdman says a young woman is suspected of planning several bombings. Again, she said they say that's there were two separate things. They weren't connected. The former chairman of Nissan, Carlos Ghosn, has been indicted for alleged financial misconduct. Prosecutors say this guy Ghosn's concealed tens of millions of dollars in compensation. Ghosn's led Nissan, Renault and Mitsubishi at the same time once. Filming has stopped for now on next season's uh, episodes of the Star's cable series Power. Officials say that filming for the popular show's sixth season was suspended yesterday after a member of the crew was accidentally killed. Production assistant Pedro Jimenez was fatally struck by an SUV as he was setting up parking cones at about 4.30 in the morning in advance of yesterday's scheduled shoot in Brooklyn. He'd been with the power company since the beginning of the show back in 2014. No cast members were on set yet. Uh, so they because they were called for like 7 a.m. And this was around 430. Police say the driver of the vehicle, though, that killed Jimenez was a fellow crew member. Some staff cuts going on at Verizon. The communications companies announced that some 10,400 U.S. managers have accepted buyout packages. And that's on top of the termination agreements accepted by more than 44,000 Verizon workers earlier this year. This is all at Verizon. Officials say that Verizon wants to save enough money to invest in newer technology. Sad news. Legendary voting rights activist Rosanelle Eaton has died at age 97. Rosanelle Eaton led the lawsuit that successfully challenged the new voting restrictions passed by North Carolina's Republican-controlled legislature in 2013. And finally, looks like a lot of people like bacon. Ohio State University has installed a bacon vending machine. They say it's so popular it has to be restocked four or five times a day. It offers cooked bacon strips and bacon bits for only a dollar. When are they bringing that to us? Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. So, guys, yesterday, President Barack Obama urged everyone to check out healthcare.gov. That was uh, .gov before December 15th deadline, okay? Uh, this is in hopes of pushing more people to sign up for Obamacare. Uh, President Obama posted a video of himself to his social media accounts to uh, remind people to get coverage. It was a playful message. It was aimed mostly at young people, especially young people. Uh, take a listen to this. Young people have stepped up like never before on campuses, at the voting booth, and at the doors of power. And frankly, I think you've proven that you don't need to see me taking jump shots or 
sitting between a couple of forest plants in order to know it's important to have health insurance in case, God forbid, you get really sick or hurt yourself next year. So this year, I'm giving it to you straight. Sign up for health insurance at healthcare.gov before the deadline on December 15th. You can do it right now. And most folks can find coverage for $50 to $100 per month. That's probably less than your cell phone bill. One more time, if you need health insurance for 2019, sign up for it right now at healthcare.gov. And that's how it's done. Hey. <sighs> what Trump say about president that? president without being Hell president. Yes, wow, what did Trump say about that? Uh, nothing yet. He's got other issues. He got a whole lot of stuff. He's got hot up in there. He's got a little yeah. Russian probe that yeah. he's preoccupied with right That's now. That's the first time he ain't been able to yeah. say nothing. Yeah. 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 He's making IOUs right now. He's up in there you. tight. Yeah, but Jay, you said something about uh, this Obama uh, uh, thing right here. You said that's how to be president without being without president. Without being president. Yeah, I like yeah, that. That's very yeah. presidential, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. So don't forget, yeah, if you do want to sign up for o- Obamacare, go to healthcare.gov before December 15th. Just got a couple so more days. So there's no wall. You didn't kill Obamacare. You know, you didn't bring people together. You, you're pre- preaching hate. What have you done, man? Mm. Well, all they're going to say do? is these, these yeah. are the things that he's going to tell He's going to say that unemployment is lower than it's been in years. Taxes, yes. Which is true, mm-hmm. but it's all the workings of the Obama administration. Thank but you. because it's on his watch, he gets to take credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He is going to say that he passed the tax law. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I must tell you all. Rich people are happy. If you knew what these tax laws really said that have nothing to do with you, it, it didn't trickle down. You would be mad. Mm-hmm. He put in a, a, a Republican Supreme Court justice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's gonna he's gonna Two. claim that. Two so far. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna claim all of the orders Obama made that he rescinded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Coming up uh, next at thirty four after the hour, we're gonna play a little comedy roulette. What? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for Comedy Roulette. Please, Jay, set this one up for us. Tell us what this is about. And it's so important to explain this because we get new listeners every day. And we're doing a different segment that people are not aware of. So that's why I take the time to explain comedy roulette. And it's very simple. You take four subjects and you put them on a wheel. And you take them on the wheel. You spun the wheel. And where it stops... We can do the damn thing. Because we's comedians. We good. <laughs> Hit it, Shirley. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> These are the uh, subjects for today. Things uh-huh. you can do to get people to leave your house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Things you say to people who've over-decorated for the holidays. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> Things you say to people who have under-decorated <laughs> for the holidays. And uh, here's the last one. Things you say uh, when you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas, okay? Mm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. All gotta, of those are good. Yeah, you got to anticipate. Yeah, Shirley. let's spun go. It. Let's spin the wheel. Mm-hmm. Come on. Over-decorate. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh. 
Oh, I thought it was going to stop on over-decorating, but no, it stopped on things you say when you didn't get what you wanted for Is Christmas. Is this the same as Steve's bad acting theater? No, 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 not at all, no. I don't even know how you got that out of that. I, but. <laughs> all right, these are things you say when you didn't get what you want for Christmas. Yeah, let's go. These are things you say when you didn't get what you say. Ooh, Come on, Jay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this is nice, and this one lights up. What is it? (laughs) With that attitude, that's how you say it, too? Yeah, that's the attitude. (laughs) That's what you say and how you say it. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Junior. I'll tell you what, this is something I actually said as a kid, but I didn't get what I wanted Uh for Christmas. And uh, they were standing there, my parents, but I was about 10, I said, sugar, honey, ice cream. <laughs> you said the actual word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you open that box up, it ain't what you supposed to get. Sugar honey ice tea. <laughs> or thank you. I'll uh, I'll put this in the drawer with that ragged ass tie you bought last. I'm right <laughs> grateful. Yeah. Well, you didn't get what you want. I like See? that tie. <laughs> this one. This what you say at work. I knew when he pulled my name, it wasn't going to be worth a damn. <laughs> and the gift exchange. <laughs> I knew it was. As soon as he pulled, I said, yeah. Yeah. Things you say when you didn't get what you want. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. A pound cake. Huh. Thanks a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or to a diabetic, yeah. <laughs> to a diabetic. That's not yeah. cool. <laughs> All right, Junior. Things you say. When you don't get what you want for Christmas, what happened? Check short again. Ah. <laughs> Check short again, huh? <laughs> Come on now. Right. Why, 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 why in the hell would I want a tool kit? I don't work on that. Really? <laughs> I don't, I don't, come on, man. Really? I don't work on nothing. Guys, it's the thought that counts. <laughs> okay. Come on, Steve. <laughs> Black people don't eat fruitcake. <laughs> Well, I can't stand that damn fruitcake, man. <laughs> what is them damn green things in there? <laughs> what is that? Cherish. They're actually cherish. All right, here's one. Here's one. Uh-huh. Ah, a snow shovel. I live in L.A. Thanks a lot. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, things people say when they don't get what they want for uh, Christmas. Uh-huh. I already know the story of Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I already know it. Come on, Tommy. What, what, who eats this basket of cheese? Who eats that? <laughs> who, who, who eats that? <laughs> this is All right, Steve, come on, close, close it out. out. <laughs> That's why we're getting a divorce. Oh, 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 That's exactly oh, why right oh, here. Oh, this damn crock pot. Right this All damn right. crock pot. This is the last thing. Nobody won't know damn crock pot. That was me who said that one. Sorry. (laughs) All right, up next, it is is the nephew with the prank phone call. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, I wish my boyfriend was bigger. Um, We ain't did a strawberry letter yet. No, sir. No. That comes after the prank. Yes. Um, The top of the hour. Uh, The subject again. Know your show. Know your show. I thought it was nine. I got to go. (laughs) I wish my boyfriend was bigger as the subject, but right now, nephew Tommy is here, the king of pranks. 
with the prank phone call for today. What you got, Nev? Me and your baby getting married. Oh. Me and your baby getting married. Run it. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach I'm trying to reach uh Mr. Yes, this is he. Hey, Mr. How you doing? I'm trying let me let me make I'm sure up. um I'm calling the right person. Your daughter is Crystal Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, I got the right person. Hey, listen, uh what I wanted to do, Mr. Ridges, is call and introduce myself to you and let you know who I was. My name is Jeff. Uh Jeff and I've been uh seeing Crystal uh, you know, pretty much like the last five to six months, and I wanted to um, let you know that I'm very, very interested in you. In, in, in I know this kind of crazy for you to get a phone call from me, but I'm very interested in, in Crystal right now, and I wanted to, you know, I just wanted to do the man thing and just reach out to your man and say I'm really interested in in, uh, in marrying your daughter. And marrying my daughter? Wait, wait, hold, hold, hold on, man. What, what, what? What did you say your name was again? Uh, my name is Jeff. Jeff. Okay, uh, Jeff. Jeff. Listen, I'm very close with my daughter, and my daughter has never, ever mentioned you. I talk with my daughter every day. Wow. I don't know what that's about, but it's been like about five, close to six months that me and Crystal been, you know, going out, you know, up here at the school. But what I want to do is tell you that I, I really, really, really like Crystal, man. I, uh... And I wanted to call and tell you that, you know, I'm really, really interested in marrying Crystal. You know, I mm-hmm. want, I, I really do want Crystal to be my wife. Mm-hmm. Well, again, I've never heard of you before. And my daughter has never, ever mentioned you. My daughter isn't dating anybody right now. My daughter's in grad school. I understand that. And, you know, we, you know, it, it's been, you know, we've been, you know, a little back and forth or whatever. But, you know, the main thing is me and Crystal really... You know, we really, we really do love each other, Miss. And I wanna. Um, okay, but if you love my daughter, she would have told me that she was in love with someone. Well, you know what, you know, and, and maybe it's a situation where Krista is like a little, maybe a little uneasy about talking to you about it. You know what I'm saying? My daughter can talk to me about anything. We talk every day. Right, right. Just, just like you, I talk to my daughter every day. Your daughter? And how old is your daughter? My daughter, 15. So, hold, 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 hold on one minute, man. You said your daughter was 15. Right, right, right. Okay, well, how old are you? I'm 46. 46? You 46 years old and you want to marry my 25-year-old daughter? Hey, 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 Let me say this right here. Love ain't got no limit, man. And I understand, I, you know, I was a little shocked at first about the uh, the age difference between us. But you get, you know what, man? I'm more shocked than me. Okay, and I understand that. But what I'm trying to explain to you, man, is that it, it come a time, man, where you just you just don't know what's going to happen, man. Love just, love is love, man. And you've been locked up on parole at the university on work release and met my daughter. Yeah. How long were you locked man, up? I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this, man. Crystal is just a beautiful person, man. Uh, hold on, man. You calling me at the blue with all this shit. Look, man, I'm at work. I got a lot of work on my damn desk, and you calling me, telling me you uh, a former jailbird wants to marry my daughter, my 25-year-old daughter, and you damn near 50, you damn near my age, you want to marry my daughter? Man, I am not trying to talk to you about this What I need to do is I need to talk to Crystal and get to the bottom of this. That's what the hell I need to do. Hey, and I understand that, Mr. You, you was probably going to want to talk to her, 
And, and I ain't got no problem with that. What I'm trying to explain to you is that, man, love ain't got no limit, man. It's just something that happened. Krista loved me. I love her. And, and, it, and it is what it is. I just wanted to try to get your blessings on this. You can't get my blessings. You lost your mind. How the hell you jailbird gonna marry my daughter? Man, my daughter's been to private school all her damn life. She was on the dean since all four years of college. And she's going to grad school. And you gonna marry my daughter that you met on your work release? Hey, Miss. I understand that. What I'm, what I'm trying to explain to you that, you know what, man, sometimes love is right the second time around. You understand what I'm saying? What the hell you mean the second time? I got kids already. What I'm trying to say is it didn't work out with me on the first time. What I wanted to do, man, is just call you and solidify the culinary experience. Culinary? Of- <laughs> culinary got to do with food. What the hell is you talking about? Look, 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 look. I got to talk to my daughter. I'm going to call Crystal. And I'm going to find out what the hell is going on. Because, look, man, I'm not even trying to have this conversation with you. And I, I hey, hey, you, Mr. You Mr. Perry, I understand all please. that. I understand what you're saying. What I want to say to you is this right here. Crystal is 25. I, even if you don't agree with this here, we're going to elope and make sure that and we man, get back. Look here. You ain't doing a thing with my daughter unless it's my Look here, man. You ain't doing with my Daughter. I don't even know your jailbird. You ain't doing. I'm gonna call my daughter, find out who you really are. Cause you lost your mind. If you think your old jailbird is gonna be marrying my daughter, my daughter's got a future. You ain't got. What the hell is wrong with you? You lost mind. I'm not gonna sit and go back and forth with you, Miss. Me and Crystal getting married. That will not happen under any circumstances. No. I don't care what you think the circumstances are, me and Crystal getting married. That's that it. Not the love I don't know who the hell you think you are. What the is wrong with you? That's what it's got to be. I got one more thing I need to say, and then me and Crystal just going to come over there and, 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 and drive down there and tell you exactly what's going on in our life right what? now. What? You tell, what? what you got to say to me? Are you listening to me? Yes. What the hell you got to say to me? I got to say this. This. Is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your daughter, Crystal, and her boyfriend. Aw, oh, ain't this some <laughs> I'm outside my job. Now, <laughs> people looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> Man, I got to ask you, what is? What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, the Steve Harvey morning show. I'm going to get your ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Huh? Junior, come on, dude. Huh? Tell me. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> there it is. Huh? What y'all think? Huh? Wasn't I everything? Yeah. Boy, what what, what you? Huh? You, am I the greatest? Everything. Yeah. The huh? greatest I ever seen. King of Brace? Of all time. Oh, who you know better than this? Nobody. <laughs> huh? Nobody. Shirley? Huh? I don't hear you. Shirley can't say nothing you in. I'm oh. it. <laughs> what? Tell you something. You know, know how I thought of that? Huh. Know what? Because I'm going to marry the baby dad. Boy. Huh? There it is. That's the title right there. Ain't no way. See, all my ignorance uh-huh. starts within. Oh. Boy. See? See, 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 you you ain't this stupid like this here. No. See, stupidity come around once a year. Yeah. Yes. There it is. Stupidity. Stupidity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ain't nobody can touch me when I'm doing these pranks. Nobody, I ain't never met no, no, him. You, you can't do this what I do. What? Can't, I ain't heard of him. Uh-uh. <laughs> I ain't heard of nobody named Who else? Uh, Jay Anthony Brown? Kiss my behind, Jay. Oh. What? What? Can't do what I do. 
What? Ah, this ignis right here. What about me? Oh, Unc, you ain't this stupid. <laughs> I burnt at this. I did what? So you ignorant. I'm stupid. Yeah. I'm down here. I live out here. Yeah. I cross a lake for stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you. Thank you, Junior. Ask Tommy. Wow, that was greatness. All right. Up next, it is today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, I wish my boyfriend was bigger. Right up. Yeah, right up to God. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for my strawberry letter for today. And if you need advice on your marriage, on dating, on sex, on parenting or family issues, please submit your strawberry letter to us at steveharveyfm.com. Click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter on the air just like we're going to read this one right now. Right, nephew? That's right. Let's buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. Subject, I wish my boyfriend was bigger. Mm. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am in my mid-30s and I'm 5'1 and I weigh 128 pounds. I am dating a personal trainer and he weighs 170 pounds. He used to weigh 350 pounds and he worked hard to lose the weight and keep it off. He is looking so good these days, but we have a big problem. Our eating habits are totally different now. I'm a country girl, so my meals are pretty hefty and full of flavor. They aren't bad nutritionally, but uh, they definitely are not the healthiest option. My boyfriend eats cheese, crackers, mixed nuts, salads, and smoothies while he's at the gym working, and I have a full dinner for him when he gets home. I love to cook. So the other day, I baked chicken, made mac and cheese, yam, sautéed spinach, and dinner rolls. My boyfriend walked in and got mad as soon as he saw what I cooked. This is how I've always cooked, and it's what he what he's used to eating, what he used to enjoy eating. We've been arguing over food a lot recently, and most nights we eat in silence because he's mad at me. Mind you, he does eat everything I cook, including the bread. I do add healthy options, such as baking the chicken instead of frying it, and I include leafy green vegetables more. I know he's scared of gaining his weight back, but he needs to work on his willpower. I tried to eat the way he eats, and I literally passed out at the gym. <laughs> I got lighthearted and blacked out. Lightheaded. Steve, lightheaded, I mean. Lightheaded and blacked out. Stephen Shirley, how can we resolve our food issues? I want my man to be happy and healthy, but I was happier when he was fat. Mm. Well, he's not happy when he's fat. He's not happier. A- and this is the problem. Your man has a food issue, and you're not helping with all that good food and good smelling food around the house that you cook. So let me ask you. Shirley, before you finish this, Uh Mm -hmm. I want to say that I'm scared to answer this letter. (laughs) I just want to put that out there. Put that out there. I'm just going to say, in the sake of comedy, I'm doing my answer in the vein of comedy. Okay. Feel what you want to feel and get to tweet. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so, you know, you're not helping him with all the good food. It's smelling good. It's tasting good. So let me ask you this. If he were a recovering drug addict, would you have crack and weed lying around the house? 
If he were an alcoholic, would you have liquor and beer and wine all piled up in the fridge? If he was hooked on opioids, okay, would you have Percocet and Oxycodone in the in the medicine cabinet? All right, you got to think about this stuff. So don't just say he needs to work on his willpower when you put it right in front of his face and under his nose. Uh, you know, you got to help a brother out here. He's not trying to go back to 350 pounds. He's got his weight down to a nice 170. You said he looks so good. So maybe you can cook, you know, a heavy meal like you cook on the weekends. You know, give him a cheat day. Keep it light and healthy during the week. Okay? And then maybe you guys won't be mad at the dinner table. Maybe you'll, you know, have some conversation instead of, you know, eating in silence. That's all he needs. Some encouragement. Some support. Steve? That ain't what this letter about. <laughs> I'ma just go and get to it. First of all, the letter opens with a lie. These measurements is wrong. <laughs> I'm in my mid-30s. Uh-huh. I'm 5'1. Yeah. Who who you know 5'1? Monica. She just added the one. <laughs> She's five. She's a five flat or a hard 411. <laughs> and I weigh 128 pounds. Mm-hmm. That's another lie. No woman gives her exact weight. Okay. I don't get that. No woman. So, so you're saying she weighs more than 128 pounds? Yeah, she about 5'1", 150. <laughs> she over there looking like a little flow model TV. Uh-uh. I'm just going to tell you. And ain't nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving you some facts. Okay. So she's now, lying. big boy weigh 170 pounds, but he used to weigh 350. Yeah. He worked hard, lose weight. But here's the problem. They eating habits is totally different. Here we go. I'm a country girl, so my meals are pretty hefty and full of flavor. They aren't bad nutritionally. What? <laughs> you just said... Your meals is pretty hefty and full of flavor. They aren't bad nutritionally. Yes, they are. You got a plate full of fat food and you want to talk about it ain't bad nutritionally. Yes, it is. You know what you cooking? Yeah. You're a big country girl and you said it. (laughs) She's little. She's not big. This woman ain't little, she you hear what she over there eating? <laughs> fried chicken. She baking, she baking the chicken. Yeah, fried chicken. She got mac and cheese, Ooh, yeah. and she got dinner rolls. And spinach, sautéed spinach. Once you eat yeah. mac and cheese and dinner rolls, I don't give a damn what else you got on your plate. All that butter. It wins. <laughs> That's a meal in and of yeah. itself, mac that and is. cheese. They aren't bad nutritionally, but they definitely are not the healthiest option. My boyfriend eats cheese, crackers, mixed nuts, salads, and smoothies while he at the gym working. And I got a full dinner for him when he get home. I love to cook. So the other day, I baked chicken, made mac and cheese, yams. You know how much sugar on them yams she makes? Oh, my God. <laughs> Sautéed spinach and dinner roll. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend walked in and got mad as soon as he saw what I cooked. This is how I've always cooked. It's what he used to enjoy eating when we were now, we've been arguing over food a lot recently. And most nights, we eat in silence because he mad at me. See? 
Mind you, he does eat everything I cook, including the bread. Mm. I do add healthy options such as bacon and chicken instead of frying it. And I include leafy green vegetables more. Now he's scared of gaining his, I know he's scared of gaining his weight back, but he need to work on his willpower. (laughs) What? I tried to eat the way he eats, and I literally passed out (laughs) at the gym. No, what I was doing, had my little wide ass on that treadmill, trying to warm without these dinner rolls in me. You ever tried to walk on the treadmill without your dinner rolls? <laughs> the hell you gonna live waste without no mac and cheese? All right, hold on, hold on. You hold on. <laughs> we got part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. Subject, I wish my boyfriend was bigger. <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, you know, we back, everybody. And, um, you know, here's this woman who's in the mid-30s. She's 5'1 and... 128 pounds. I think that'd be kind of cute, you know. 5'1", 128 pounds. Mm-hmm. I think it's cute. I like TV. That's cute. I'm dating a personal trainer. He weighs 170 pounds. Well, you know, why don't you stop dating? That It might happen just that way, Steve. Well, you know, why don't you find you a little food. short? Why don't you find a little short man like, like eating? I mean, why can't they compromise, though? Why, you no, know? no, she want the man to be 350. He don't want to be 350. Yeah, he doesn't, yeah. And he mad at you because he don't really want you to be, you know, where it look like you headed to. She keep cooking, though. Yeah, she cooking. Can't they have a, in front of a cheat day, you know, and just try to do it? Help? Why, you know, come on now. They got to compromise. Yams yeah. Day, yeah, but when you lose weight and somebody cooks yams and macaroni and cheese, and um, they really don't care much. Yeah, that's no. exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, and the fact you over there look like a little love seat. He's mm-hmm. getting no support from her. She yeah. said instead of frying, she baked the chicken. Yeah, but you got the yams and the mac and cheese. And this is just on a Tuesday Okay, well, let night. me just not say love seat and just make it smaller than that. Like a lazy boy. Just a little recliner. Mm. Made out of Herculoid. You, you think that is better? Little plaid. Remember that plaid Herculoid couch you had at would your you mama come, house? Would yeah. you come on? We had a living room Herculoid. set that my mama had bought off the back of the TV guy. You remember that living room set you can get 32 pieces for four ninety nine. Just say you can't help her. How well, about you that? You got me thinking about the TV guy. I yeah, you remember the that. TV guy, man, on back of the TV guy had that 32-piece living room set for four ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. But they was counting ashtrays and coasters. <laughs> yeah. 32-piece living room set. Ain't nothing but a couch and a little seat, but they counting every coaster they give you. <laughs> By the time you put it together, it broke apart. Yeah, ashtray and all that. <laughs> Why don't you and Jay do a reenactment of the dinner... Okay. Okay. All right. So, Jay, you you the girl, and you the cook this yeah, food. Yeah, I got I'm all the food. I got all the food. He, he came right, home from work. Yeah. All right. Hey, baby. I'm hey, home. Hey, baby. What's going on? Oh, what's up, baby? How you doing? You smell that? Cook for you. Cook for you. Oh, day. yeah? What you cook, yeah, baby? Oh, we got um, we got chitlins. Chitlins? Uh, yeah, chitlins. I know you haven't had them in a while, so I made them up. Mm, yummy, yummy. I got yams. I got uh, all types of pies you like. I got pumpkin pie. I got sweet potato pie. Baby. Oh, you like cherry pie. Baby. Cherry pie. Yeah. Baby. Mm-hmm. You know I'm a professional trainer. Yeah. I know, but you have Y'all babies. lost his weight. You know, I ain't trying to go back And now. you look good. You look so good. Okay, but what you cooking all this here for? Because you haven't had these foods in a long time. Now, you know why I ain't had the food? And you know how I ain't had it in a long time? Because I can mm-hmm. drop from 350 down to 170. 
and you look good. I got your grits and cheese. I, I don't want no grits and cheese, baby. I done told you. I done told you. I got, I got waffles. I got see, baby, ice. I don't eat that no more. You see what I'm trying to accomplish here? You sabotaging me. No, I'm not this is, I made all this with love. I got White Castle. I bought you some White Castle. <laughs> Had these flown in. I thought you frozen. said you made everything with love. Who the hell I, are you going to get some White Castle in. from? I flew these in and I thought them out and they are right here. I got your White Castle. I got Kool-Aid. I got tea. I got, I got, I got, I, I got lemonade. I Baby, got listen to me. Juice. Baby, yeah, listen uh-huh. to me. I'm listening. I don't, I don't want to do that no more. And I think I need your support to help me you stay in eat. shape. You don't want to eat. Baby, I don't, don't want to eat. I don't want to eat all I, of that. I put all this together. <laughs> I'm now, ba- don't hurt me. Man, what I you mean, crying for? I'm in this kitchen all kind of. Baby, but what you crying for? You ain't got You ain't got to cry. You know, you just. I've been, I've been in this kitchen. You know how long you have to. I mean, well, baby, you've been in the kitchen a long time. Why, why don't you take I, food over there and get to Let me tell you what mama. I did to make these rolls. I had corn brought out of the field. And I got the corn in here and I ground it up, made the meal. And I, I Baby, you don't use cornmeal to make roll. no dinner roll. Even Shirley know that. Yeah. Corn, I made they, they corn cornbread meals dinner for you. Cornbread dinner rolls. <laughs> well, they made rolls. And nobody eat no cornbread with no damn chitlins. I had... I had Calvin the turkey growing out in the backyard all summer long, and I, I had to take his life today because I knew you like turkey. And I, Calvin looked at me with his sad eyes. I'm like, I'm sorry, Calvin, you got to go. My man want a turkey. You don't understand. Wait a minute, hold Calvin. up, hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. You got some turkey in here? I got turkey in here. I got turkey neck, turkey bones. You got turkey, turkey neck? Eye, turkey neck, turkey Oh, eye, oh you got eye. one turkey neck. <laughs> turkey eye. Well, I ate one while I was cooking because I got hungry. So I, I just ate, I ate one Damn, turkey. baby, you know I like turkey. Your big ass and ate the turkey, too? No. I li- I, she's only but five I, one, one Yeah, she's not that but big. But you like turkey, and we, we could eat turkey together. I think, uh, baby, I'm going to just be real with you. I think this is it. Yeah, they need to break up. We going to break up over this? Exactly. I can't, I can't do you no more. You're just so damn ungrateful. You really are. I know, babe, but I'm in shape and I don't want to go back. And I think you're going to drag me down. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you you better be glad I'm a Christian woman because I could take this turkey leg and beat your brain. <laughs> baby, stop crying now. <laughs> He's some of this and you're not even doing a good cry. He's some I ain't even got no... I ain't got no fall to wrap all this stuff up. It's just ridiculous. All this stuff gonna go bad because of you. What? No. <laughs> Baby, what you do is just give it to somebody else. I didn't even hear that she made a salad, though. Nothing. No, nah, it ain't no salad. I was thinking about making a salad, but I didn't make one. <laughs> While all the pots was taken up with meat. All the pots, all the pots got meat. <laughs> that darn turkey. <laughs> All right, look. (laughs) Clearly, if she doesn't stop cooking, they're not going to make it. All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, So uh, the strawberry letter is posted. You can leave your comments on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM. And uh, coming up in 10 minutes, we have a real treat for you. In the spirit of the Oscars, we're going to present to you the first ever right here on the Steve Harvey Morning Show, the Stevie Awards, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Steve, we are so excited for your first ever Stevie Awards and the fact that J. Anthony Brown um, is going to get a chance to host some of the awards. Uh, that's amazing. So, so Jay, let's get it started. Please present right, the very right, first Stevie, Stevie Award. Award. And this is so cool. Than unlike other un, unlike other award shows, uh-huh. we don't go with the nom. We go right to the winner. Nominees, oh, cool. winner. Uh-huh. Nominees are, and the winner is. Okay. Oh, All right. Okay. Nominees for the person who has seen every movie that's out in the theater today. And the winner is me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I've, seen, I've, I've seen every damn thing. Yeah. yeah. The first award to his damn <laughs> The yeah. first one. Well, 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 when you write a bit, you can give it to yourself, all right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Nominees for the person who talks through every damn movie. And the winner is Monica and Shirley Strawberry. <laughs> Do Speech, speech. <laughs> I'd like to thank the Lord who is the head of my life. I'd like to thank my mom. Oh, did like you see stay- that guy right there? I know. I'd like to see him, Mom. I'd like to oh, thank... girl, if you don't get out of there. We got to thank Steve Harvey, <laughs> Mom. Who? This is his award. Steve Harvey. Yeah, he's here. Oh, yeah. Go to the movies. Yeah. <laughs> he's what here. you thanking me for? Because these are your awards. <laughs> oh. Yes, all right. Thank all right. you. Shirley, this Next is my favorite category. part. Watch this. This is my favorite part. <laughs> Next category. Nominated for the person who, who sits in the movie and says, that should have been my damn part. Oh. And the winner is. Oh, we know who that is. Nephew Tommy. Yeah. Speech. I, I want to thank uh, everyone uh, at the Academy for... Um, just, just looking out for the things that I've done here and with my career. Uh, you know, I started with the Chapmans, and, and things just seem to have broken out from there. As you know, you can catch me on Ready to Love, but this um, I am honored to have. You know, there were roles that should have been mine. You know, um, uh, I mean, you know, Ice Cube and Friday that should have been mine. Oh, where's the uh, music? <laughs> I, I'm sorry, do I only have 15 seconds left? No, uh, no, press on, keep let, talking. Let me, let me thank my mother for uh, pushing me even more so. Um, I can't believe in Soldier Story. They gave the role to Denzel. I was amazed by that, that I didn't Should get that you. role. I'm, I'm, I can't believe in Black Panther. <laughs> uh, Michael B. Jordan, <laughs> it just amazed me. Uh by some of the people that have taken my role, wow. but I want to say thank you for acknowledging me. Yeah, get him off the stage. Thank you, Academy. Thank you, Academy, so much. All right, nominated. The nomination. <laughs> the nomination for who has the voice in every children's movie. <laughs> the one and only, Junior. 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 No, no, this is not right. Yeah. No, no. Well, you won. I'm, no, you I'm grown. <laughs> no, no, I don't want this award. I'm grown. No, because I've got people that are taking me serious because of my voice, for real. I'm grown. I'm 40. I'm tell, I am I, I said, hey, man, don't test me. And people tickle me. I'm tired of this stuff. Stop. I'm like Junior. Elmo. I'm, I'm Get in them, Junior. I'm, I'm, Junior. I'm, you put a stop to this I'm right now. I'm putting right now. This Stevie, it goes out to people that we all, we little, we have little voices, but we're big in stature. Kevin Hart, uh, Mike Tyson, Chris Tucker, we all the same group. Thank you. Thank you very much. But, but I'm wrong. Nominated for if what for nominated for if they were in a movie, mm-hmm. in a movie, they ass would be on the phone. And the winner is 
Carla Pharrell, y'all. Give it up to her, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Carla couldn't be here tonight, allegedly, mm. because she, <laughs> she is working, allegedly, uh, <laughs> and yeah. she's on the phone, allegedly. Mm. Uh, right. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Steve. Hey, Steve. Hey. Hey. Y'all hey. pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our last award goes to the man who has only been to the movies every 15 years. And the winner goes to Steve Thank Hart. you. Thank you. 15 years. Thank you. You know, uh, accepting this award means so much to me. Uh-huh. It means that uh, I've uh, gotten to a certain level where I can't go nowhere. <laughs> and going to this movie was truly, truly just one of the great things. I want to announce his uh, son's candidacy and the fact that uh, they will be uh, beating him uh, profusely. Uh, this speech right here is as meaningless as the award I just got. <laughs> and therefore, I just wanted to thank my dog. And uh, I got two goldfish that I owe so much to over this course of time. And I realize this as time goes on and so God bless you all. J. Anthony Brown, what a wonderful giver of awards. I knew this award was coming one day because you're so damn angry <laughs> and bitter. And, mm, this is just a part of who you are. So we are here thanking the Lord for all we are. And furthermore, in his name, let him use you. Huh. Man, where is this going, dog? And, you know, and knowing that all that we are today, we could be no more if it were yesterday. Uh-huh. Oh, you, hey, hey, let me tell you. You ever had somebody be talking and they think they heavy? Yes. But they don't yes. be saying yeah. nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah nine times. Yeah. Said nothing. Shut up, Joe. <laughs> Yeah, did you not hear Tommy's speech? Boy, this is the friendliest place I've ever worked in my entire life, boy. I'm telling you. <laughs> you got to have triple thick skin. Yeah, you got to have triple thick skin. Oh, yeah. Well, join oh, yeah. us next year for another award presentation of the Stevie. The Stevie uh, Awards. Stevie. Yeah. Stevie. I love that. The Stevie, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Greatness right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you thought of this, Jay? No, Junior. Oh, Junior thought of this. <laughs> the man with the baby voice. No, yeah. I, I, I was throwing Junior under the bus. All right, coming up next, guys, if you're planning to travel by airplane during the holidays, you will want to hear this. Don't go anywhere. Coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, you're traveling by airplane during the holidays. I'm well, going away. Well, I guess we all are, right? Up in the air. Our plane ain't like his, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, it is, because I'm flying commercial. Okay, well, if you're flying commercial, listen to this. Here is a very serious tip. Do not drink the coffee, the tea, or the water on the airplane unless it's out of a bottle, okay? This is according yeah, this is according to a recent study by the New York Food Policy Center. They what? found yeah, they found that the water tanks on planes aren't cleaned often enough and uh, they are topped off with Who the hell drink water out the plane? I don't. Well, a lot of people, a, a lot of people do, Steve. Where? 
they, they, pour, they, they pour it out of the bottle. They pour it out of the bottle. Yeah, they pour it out of the bottle, but it's not a fresh, you know, bottle. I mean, you don't know if it's a fresh I bottle. I thought that or was not. a fresh bottle of water. That's not a fresh bottle of water. Well, well they got my top on it sealed when I get mine. Yeah, man. Yeah, you bring they, bottles of water where I fly. Yeah, if they give you bottles of water with the seal on there, but if they're just pouring them out of the bottle, you don't know oh, that. No, I ain't, I ain't. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, this recent study, as I was saying, by the New York Food Policy Center found that the water tanks on the planes aren't cleaned often and they are topped off with new water after every flight. So the water at the bottom of the tank isn't very clean and it has been sitting there for a while. Oh, and a study from the EPA found that 12% of commercial planes tested positive for fecal bacteria in the water supply. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the same. Is that water. what I think it is? Yeah, yes, it is, sir. That's the same water you wash your hands with in the lavatory, and the same water they use to make coffee and tea on the plane. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that explains that attitude of that flight attendant too. He <laughs> got a bad cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's that's. Thank you, Sharon. We've been trying to. Figure well, it out. that fix it up. You can't do nothing now. Can't drink coffee. Can't drink tea. Yeah, you can't fly. <laughs> Man, I was on a plane one time. They had a baby on the plane. This lady said her child was allergic to peanuts. Now, this after oh, yeah. we on, uh-huh. and they yeah. passing out, you know, food. The lady said nobody in first class can have hot nuts because if he smelled the peanuts. Uh-huh. I said, well, why is his ass on the plane? Because <laughs> I, I guess on there for them hot nuts. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, man. And now you got your little sick ass back there. He can't stand the smell of nuts. Well, he don't need to fly. What? Well, you got a train y'all could have took. <laughs> Why don't y'all drive? I don't like that, man. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we had to, one time, and this is a true story, I kid you not. We pulled out. We're going to the runway. We had to turn the plane around and take off all the peanuts on the plane. Wow. Somebody had a peanut and, but the lady just said it on the way out when we was taxing. Mm-hmm. Well, I was so mad, man. Yeah. That's the second maddest I've ever been on the plane. Mm-hmm. I mean, nothing you can do about <clears throat> Wow, Steve. Well, just a reminder, you know, when a lot of people will be yeah, flying. That was so. the second maddest I've ever been on the plane. Well, second first. maddest? Well, what was the first yeah. one? Yeah. What happened? What happened? Oh, you going to play Stupid Shirley? <laughs> oh, that's what you're going to do. Steve, you know I had anxiety oh, issues. You know I get panic oh, attacks you know? on the plane. Oh, I remember. Oh, yeah. you know, when we were taxiing and the lady said, we have to go back and take all the peanuts off the plane. I was so mad. That was the second mad. The first maddest I've ever been. Hey, before you tell the story, I love you. I just wanted to say that. Ain't no problem. No, 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 we no, no, on the plane. Uh-huh. We no, back and out. The blow. No, no, we no. back all the way out. We take off. We going towards the runway. All of a sudden, we put the brakes on. We back up. We back up at the gate. Don't nobody say nothing. Then the flight attendant said, I'm sorry, but we have to remove someone from the plane. I'm sitting there. Shirley come walking past. Hi. I said, Shirley, sit your ass down. Hi. Hold on. Forty white folks see you up on this plane. Sit down on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> they done bought Shirley back because she done had the anxiety attack. She can't fly. This is true. This is the truth. No, that happened. Yeah, that actually happened. Yeah. That was one of the many back. times. I've Bought her out. back, and she said, t- "I just can't do this." <laughs> so now, uh, three hundred damn people can't go where we going. 
Because she got her crazy ass on the plane to decide she can't do it. Bought the ticket. This is true. <laughs> we were going to New York, remember, to be on the Montel Williams talk hey, show. Hey, got, got in the damn plane, fastened her seatbelt. It's taxi. She unsnapped her seatbelt and caught breast pressure. But ding, 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 ding. All I hear is, oh, they're back there playing. What baby is on that damn button? Like, ding, 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 ding. I was hyperventilating, Dog, Steve. The lady ran back down. Here comes Shirley with all her bags. Oh, Shirley, and I look too cute, much. too. too much. Walking past me, I said, Shirley, sit down for these white folks see you. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get off this plane. Oh, God. I so everybody got off or just Shirley? Y'all got to this bug out. <laughs> <laughs> you was mad. Dog, I was so damn mad. I know. I couldn't. I now, know. you know, this is after 9-11, so now we got to wait on her to get her bag off the damn plane. Yeah. So they got to go in the underbelly under to get bed. her luggage because yeah. they can't let her kill us and she ain't on the plane. <laughs> Boy, I was so damn mad. Oh, man. And they got to look for it. Yeah, so but we made it and everything was fine. I ended up coming the next day. Oh, I wouldn't have been waiting on <laughs> you. We you went the it. next day, Shirley? Mm-hmm. Why you couldn't go the day before? I couldn't. I had to make myself. I had to talk myself into it. I had to make myself. You know, That's you crazy. have to. You have to face your fears. You can't but get yeah. drunk or nothing like that. I had a panic like, attack. Mm-hmm. I was hyperventilating. I, I do you still do, do this? I mean, well, you know, it bothers me sometimes. But Shirley I'm, don't get drunk. But I'm I'm much better drinks, at it now. She don't know what's happening to her, but you can't be around her. <laughs> no, I don't get drunk. Not with one. She don't get drunk, but she drank one glass of wine. Oh, I hate being around. Yeah, man, it's like, no. she ain't drunk, but something wrong. With her. <laughs> I'm not I believe a I can. Anybody's telling me I'm <laughs> for. Whatever, Steve. You've never seen that. What, Shirley? <laughs> I said. Two times the fault, and by too much every time. Steve, a lot of people have panic attacks on the plane. Okay, well, get off the plane here. <laughs> you have well, to face your fears, though. If we though. go to Africa as a as a show, you really can't go with it. Mm-hmm. Or you need to be on another flight. Yeah, or you know that's why I was asking you yesterday, how do you handle the long flights? And you said yesterday you remember that that's your favorite thing to do. Oh, I love yeah, long that's flights. That's your that's your favorite thing to do. Tommy, what yeah. would you do if you were on the plane and it started lightning? <laughs> Pull that shade down and get up under that seat. <laughs> Up under that seat, pull that shade out. Anybody got got that? Anybody let the shade up? Get me behind. Junior, <laughs> All right, coming up in 20 minutes. Thanks a lot, Steve. I'll let the shade down and just be flicking my light on and off. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Jay, this story is kind of for you right here. Our good friend Kevin Hart has been in the news lately. We know why, for stepping down from the Oscars. Mm-hmm. But this time, yes. uh, I think he really dodged a bullet here. One of the venues on his comedy tour is being sued by a diabetic woman who claims she got kicked out of Kevin Hart's comedy show because she used her cell phone to check her blood sugar before the show began. Uh, the incident happened last July in San Diego when the lady used a cell phone app that, uh, I'm sure you're aware of this, Jay, that monitors her blood sugar levels. The venue had signs posted prohibited. You got that, Jay? No, but it's a device that goes on your arm, and then you see it on your phone. She's, that, she's not telling the truth. Oh, Unless she's not- you have the other part. I've never seen anything where you just 
touch the phone and it checks your blood. They may have it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. What I've seen is that you, you put it on your arm and you can see the well, reading. She must have had that. Jay. She must have had the thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, see it is how you lying. are diabetic. Yeah. I think we have to lean go with what you say. Yeah. Go with me this time. Right. Well, this lady was one too. Well, I'm, yeah, well she, she didn't say she had surely. the other part. She didn't have the other part. She's not here. Okay. She had, let's yeah, say you she gotta, had the you, other part. Well, hold up. You're going to uh, go with a diabetic that's not here that's as right. opposed to one that's no, here? That's why I'm going with you, Over Jay. a that's comedian sure. diabetic all day. That's yes. surely not going with you, but I know how sick you can get. I'm <laughs> and all you do is pour orange juice and keep it moving. That's all you do. I don't do. even do that for Jay. <laughs> what do you do for Jay? I just walk off. You just walk off. Believe me. Anyway, the venue had signs posted prohibiting the use of cell phones, but she said it was a medical necessity. She was still ejected. Uh, they still removed her from the venue. She never got a refund. So she's suing Live Nation, which operates the venue. Again, Kevin, Kevin Hart is not named in this lawsuit, okay? But it happened, you know. But if you got to check your blood sugar, you can just get up, leave, dates. and they'll let you back in. I mean, oh, okay. that's, she ain't making a big deal. You're making all diabetes. Couldn't you check that before the concert? Yeah. Well, your your blood sugar can be quiet. Non-diabetic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm just he know a lot me. about uh, blood raising because he's short. <laughs> what? Oh, what did you say, Steve? <laughs> he know a lot about high blood because he's short. <laughs> Some people get high blood real quick. Like if he stepped down off a curve and that blood shoots his head, he got high blood. Because he's short. It's a long drop for him. It's a curve to you, but it's a long drop for him. Speaking of that, Steve, I'm really mad at you. For telling that story? We've gone, no, no, no. We've gone all year and not one time have we had a little Tommy story. Not one. I y'all don't want one. What? We practically beg you for them. It's him that doesn't want them. We don't. Shirley, things have changed now. We're in a different place, okay? Oh, man. Wow. No, they haven't, and no, we're I, not. <laughs> th- things have changed, Shirley. And we, we just gotta... You're not the same person, right? Thank you, Jeff. Well, are you, you taller? What? What's, what? He is tall. He's taller in stature. Yeah. Yeah. Taller than what? Uh, uh, Jay, Jay. Stay, in life, he's taller. He's taller than what? Because who, who ain't even over thing. here? So, what? He's taller than what? He's accomplished more things than last year. So. Oh, because of his TV show, you're saying? Yeah, yeah most definitely. Most oh. definitely. Yeah, sure. So we can't do that kind of yeah, stuff no more. You should understand that. Yeah. All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Thank Show you. right after this. <laughs> Maybe a little Tommy story. No! You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, we need a drum roll, please. Drum roll, please! <laughs> yes. <laughs> Listen up, everybody. We are giving you the chance to win a trip for two to my Sand and Soul Festival next October 10th through the 14th. Woo-hoo! That includes, okay. listen to me, y'all, four nights in a junior suite at the all-inclusive Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Round trip, coach, airfare, two tickets to all 17 events, man. Airport transfers. To enter and to get rules, all you got to do is go to steveharveyfm.com. Get your passports updated because you could win a trip to Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic. Yes. Again, the trip includes round trip coach air for you and one guest, four nights accommodations in the junior suite at the all-inclusive Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, all-inclusive food, alcoholic (laughs) beverage. (laughs) 
non-alcoholic beverages included while on the Hard Rock and Casino property. <laughs> Two tickets <laughs> to all 17 events. Who the hell have 17 events? I don't know. Saying it so? Nobody but us. <laughs> A limitless resort credit. Did you hear me? Hmm. Heard you. A limitless resort credit that you can use at the spa, at the gift shop, or the play golf. Mm. All my credits is going towards golf. I just want golf in that casino. If I can hit that jackpot like I did last time, I asked the dude at the casino. Uh, he from the States. He run the casino. Mm-hmm. I said, man, how y'all doing? We doing good. You came in here. <laughs> <laughs> what that mean? Oh, I hit him over the head, man. I hit him for a big jackpot. <laughs> you know. Wow. Make sure that your passport is current and enter at steveharveyfm.com. Enter at steveharveyfm.com for your chance to win this amazing trip to Punta Cana. Santa Soul is back at it, y'all. Woo! Hey. All right. So much fun this year. Yeah. Everybody will be there except Tommy and Jay. Put some soul on it. Yeah, everybody be there with them. Tommy's coming. No, he ain't. I didn't tell you that. Tommy ain't coming. Not after Shirley. this show he got. Hell no. You, you think Tommy gonna come to say in the soul now? He got a TV show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you he's too famous. Book, girl. <laughs> so, he been waiting on this. <laughs> but Steve, so He finna show his natural ass. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't ever seen Tommy... Uh-huh. Act a damn fool. Prepare no. yourself. I'm humble about it. Let him get picked up for season two. Y'all finna see something. He ain't gonna act right. He ain't acting right now. Yeah. He ain't tasting it to two weeks. No, he took time. The show ad and he took off. Well. I said, Tommy, what happened to him? The show came on last night. I can't, I can't watch the opening night and be here too. Hey, you know my big day tomorrow. What big day is that? It's well known. Colonoscopy. That's why you like that? That's why you sound like that? I, I'm, oh. I'm sipping on this stuff, man. 12 noon, Tommy? Yeah, well, I fixed so I could come to work, you know. And then huh, I, dog, you I, can't I, drink that stuff and come to work. I, I can handle it. All right, coming up, our last break of the day and some closing remarks from our fearless leader, the one and only Steve Harvey, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are, Steve. Last break of the day. It's been a good day. It is. Woo, a lot of stuff going on in the world. Jesus. Wow. <laughs> we need a break from all of this. <laughs> That's why we love having you, Steve, so you can give us some closing remarks, well, some words know, to live by. Mm-hmm. Today, oftentimes my best closing remarks are remarks that are reflective of something that I'm going through, Mm -hmm. have been through or experienced. And so today is going to be in that vein. I want to talk to you all today about faith. Faith. The purest definition of faith to me, this is to me now. I don't know how other people view faith. I'm just talking about the purest definition of faith to me is simply this. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. That's what faith really means to me. 
faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. That categorizes faith for me. That exemplifies faith for me. That expresses faith for me. That somehow over the years I have managed to understand that faith is in the belief in things that you cannot see. So when situations beset me, when circumstances run up into me, when I find myself in something that I have no control over, that that circumstance just set itself right in front of my door. And then all of a sudden I get the phone calls, hey man, you all right? Hey man, hang in there. Man, so sad to hear the news. You know, I had a slew of that this week because of some article that came out about this show. Friends from Cleveland. And I appreciate it all. But I'm going to tell you something that I'm drawing on. I'm drawing on this thing called faith. I'm drawing on some words that my mother told me when she was young. When I was young, my mama was a Sunday school teacher for 40 years. She always taught me that I don't believe God brought me this far to leave me. There is no way that God got me to this place to leave me. See, here's where faith comes in. I firmly believe that when one door closes, God has another one to open up. See, I never stand in the doorway that's closing in my face and keep knocking on that door. Y'all need to open this door back up. I'm not going to stand there and try to force my way back in the door. I'm going to take care of my business, of course. Faith without works is dead. But I do not get crippled and crumbled over the predictions or the thoughts of somebody else. Somebody come to me and tell me what they're going to do to me. How many times have you had somebody come to you and tell you what they was going to do to you? How many times have you had a boss confront you and tell you what they was going to do to you? And they say it with the full intent of shaking you up. And sometimes it worked, don't it? You go home and you shake it. Let me offer you something. Stop shaking. Don't worry. Don't be dismayed. There's no way God brought you this far to leave. See, the people that's talking about taking stuff from you, they didn't give it to you in the first place. What they don't know, that your steps was ordered by God. What they don't know, that God positioned you right where he wanted you to be at a particular time. They had no choice than to put you in the position because God had ordered it so. So when they come along and they start talking about taking you out of position, what you worrying about that for? You don't think you don't think that you have an option here? You don't think that the God you serve that put you where he wanted you to be placed, you don't think he see all of this? I do. I think he sees me. I think he places me right where he wanted me to be placed. I think he has people saying things about me so I can hear it. I think he's allowing people to think that they're making decisions because they want to. 
I believe that they don't know that God is always working on my behalf behind the scenes. Always. Why? Because I believe and I trust in him. That's why he always working on my behalf. There is no, I'm not an evil person. I'm not an unrighteous person. I'm really a good person. I'm flawed, but I'm a good person. I don't set out to hurt nobody. I ain't trying to step on nobody. So when somebody bring me some disparaging news about what they gonna do to me, in the words of Bishop T.D. Jakes, you got to be careful how you handle me. Be very careful how you handle me. Cause I happen to be a child of the most high. What he's done for me in the past, he'll continue to do for me in the future. I have no fear of what you're claiming that you will do to me because God didn't bring me this far to leave me. That I'm certain of. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. And even though I can't see what he's doing right now, I bet he's doing something. I'm excited about the future of what God got for me. Those are my closing remarks. Yes, sir. He's working. Yes, sir. You better know it. You yes, better sir. drop that Have mic. Have yourself a good weekend. I think I, I am. Drop it. Huh. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Face, baby. He drops it. <laughs> did you drop the mic or drop yourself? What did you do? For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See tmobile.com. 